Take one, two, three. Four. No, 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 no. This is only take three. We're not testing. This is take three. (laughs) Take. Do that again so you can hear it in the headphones. It's so annoying. Uh, get your nicotine fix now, because that's it for the next 45 minutes. Or until you do it again and I gotta go. Pause, think about what I was saying, get back to the topic. So are we going to try to redo the same topic? I think so. Or are we going to try a different topic for right now? What would be your different topic? Because I don't have another one. How to keep phones from interfering with microphones? Boo-doo, boo-doo, boo-doo. How to stay on track when you have constant interruptions. Or we can go with a blended family how-to. How do we do? But maybe you can tell us how you do. How you do. How you do the blended family. (laughs) I have no other topics on my mind other than another topic that I've been wanting to do for a couple of weeks. But I have to collect all the information to do it. And the responses from people. And collect them and be able to read them. So how about we do that welcome thing? It's been like two minutes. We should probably welcome the people. Well, it probably hasn't been two minutes by the time you edit out the 30 seconds of vaping. True. (laughs) True. But then maybe I'll just, you know, leave it in there so people can understand my pain. I don't want to torture our, our seven listeners with that. Welcome to We'll We'll Figure figure It Out. out. Today on We'll Figure It Out, we're going to talk about blended family shenanigans. (laughs) As if you couldn't, you know, deduce that from our, you know, two minute long intro in which we discussed what we were going to discuss. Figuring out how we're going to talk about what we're going to figure out. This is, this is take three of this, by the way. (laughs) It take is. one was awesome but it was in the car and what had happened was somehow nine minutes i think you said into nine it, minutes into a 42 minute conversation no sound none not a zip zilch not even the tires on the road sound nothing blank don't know how that happened so we're gonna try a different software for those who don't know us or know very little about us you can probably gather from the photo that we have a couple kids and then some <laughs> I would a say couple of couples i would say that's more than a, they're not couples i know a couple, <laughs> a couple of couple kids a few there multiples we have a couple of few kids we have children's we have so many children that they're plural plural children's <laughs> children's that is not possessive. That was plural of the plural. <laughs> I brought into this marriage with me three amazing little boys that are now growing up. <laughs> so sad. When we got married, I had Samuel, who was 12, Jonathan, who was 11, Squeaky Door, that was always there, and. Noah. Noah, who was five. Nope, he was six. six. Noah, who was six. 
I can't think today. My brain is not processing. You only had one beer, too. Mm-hmm. I didn't go to bed till like, 2.30, 3 o'clock in the morning, though. I'm sorry. That's okay. It's not your fault. And then Jeremy brought with him to the marriage. Three of my own children. All boys also. Colin, who was 20. Evan, who was 16 at the time we got married. Mm -hmm. And Jordan, who was also 11 at the time we were married. So the funny thing... Oh my god, all the noise on the doors. I apologize for background noise. I will try... We ain't got no studio, so no. this is, you stuck with this. You stuck with a chaotic household in the background. Dogs and birds and cats and children, oh my. Where, where, where are the cats? Don't tell me you got cats. <laughs> did I say cats? Yes, you did. Dogs. My wife better not have gotten cats. <laughs> Dogs and birds and children, oh my, is what I meant to say. I don't know where cats came from. we're not getting any cats until both of the dogs are no longer around and then we're only having cats but that's another we're gonna be a crazy cat couple yeah we are i'd rather Uh be a crazy cat person than a crazy dog person because those dogs are driving me crazy yes they are oh my god blended family we we gotta include the dogs (laughs) i brought a dog with me and then we got one together That's the only child we have together, is Spudley. Technically, it's grandchild, because that's supposed to be Sam's. I mean, when you (laughs) help raise it and take care of it, it's kind of yours, right? That's what grandparents say anyway, right? I don't know. I'm not a grandparent. I don't know. Me either. I better not be either, children. Very anytime soon. Colin's the only one old enough to have kids, and he doesn't seem interested. So, all you other kids, no. That means you too, Evan. (laughs) College boy. Yeah, you gotta finish that college, child. (laughs) Anyway, take one was a conversation of kind of how we managed the blended family when we got together. Um, Some bumps in the road that we experienced, what we've done about the bumps in the road. And, you know, I think all in all, the experience of blending our family was pretty uneventful. Mostly, I would say, yeah. Mostly. I guess in my mind, I imagined a lot more fighting and bickering and trouble with blending a family than we had. My expectations were mighty low, so I was (laughs) pleasantly surprised when it went better than expected. (laughs) So what you're saying is... You expected that we weren't going to make it very long. <laughs> you know, uh, I tell you that that was definitely a concern of mine is that the kids wouldn't get along and we wouldn't be able to. I mean, not that we would get divorced, but we wouldn't be able to live in the same house. Which was probably why we started off with two houses. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, that and the fact that we only knew each other for five months and the kids as well only knew each other for five months before we got married. <laughs> So we wanted to have a bit of a transition. So just so you know, we have been married for almost four years now. And neither of us regret marrying each other. We're very happy. I agree. Oh, I'm glad you agree with me. (laughs) That was one of my concerns was the kids not getting along and us having to not live with each other 
because of it. How would we have handled that? We wouldn't have sold my house. But, duh. (laughs) 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 When we met, I had just purchased a home a little over a year prior. Yeah, prior to us Prior to us meeting. And he was renting a house. And so my house was tiny because that's what I could afford. It was a two-bedroom, one-bath, 700-and-some-odd square feet house. Had a huge yard, though. I miss that yard, I have to say. I really do. I do not miss cutting it, but I miss the yard. I miss the trees, too. Having the shade and the trees. I don't miss the poison ivy that was on the trees that got me every spring and summer. But anyway... Like we said, we, we had only known each other five months before we got married, and the kids got along really well. We Our first date was in May. Mm-hmm. May 20th. That was our first date. Yeah, you're right. The official date. Yes. We met the night before and hung out a little bit, but we didn't go on our official date until the, the night after. So we went on our date, and then every single day after that, we spent at least some time together. Lunch. Except for Tuesday. Dinner. For that Tuesday? Yeah. What happened on that Tuesday? Do you remember? That was, uh, we didn't do lunch that day. Oh, yeah. We did lunch the next day after the date, then Mm -hmm. we did, we met up for lunch Monday. Mm Mm-hmm. Tuesday we didn't, but Wednesday I brought you pho. Oh, yeah, because I was not feeling well. Right. Thursday was your birthday. Mm-hmm. And Friday <laughs> is when all the kids met. No, well, just Jordan met. Just the <laughs> well, young... that's true. All, all, all her kids met my son. Right. Son. The kids' school had was ending. We usually do a book-burning thing, and so I asked the boys if they wanted to invite you over. I'm pretty sure I asked them, because I wouldn't have just invited you over with mm-hmm. Jordan without asking my kids first. Invited them over to do the, you know, end of school year bonfire where they burn all the papers they don't need and the books that they're not going to use again. And it's, you know, the whole ritual that we haven't done it since, I don't think. Mm-mm. Nope. Nope. <laughs> so, so next year we, we, we were just moving into this house. Yeah. And didn't have a fire pit set up at that point. No, we didn't. So we did a crawfish boil instead, and so that's been well, a yearly. That was your birthday. That was yeah, but was it's the birthday. same thing. My birthday always falls right after the kids get out of school, so or right around. Sometimes my birthday's our last day of school, so it's just the way it falls. So anyway, they came over, and the boy, my boys, met Jordan and Jeremy. Had they met? No, they met you the night of my birthday because you brought me over dinner. Well, no, they I'm. You invited me to your house for your birthday for dinner. That's right. Because you cooked, you did breakfast for dinner. God, how do you remember all of this? Because memory. I know. Mine's terrible. Curse. Because curse. I remember some things. I just don't remember all the things. But I met Sam the day before your birthday because he answered the door when I brought the phone. Oh, that's right. Okay. So... Yeah, so there was some interaction prior to me inviting Jeremy and Jordan over. Pretty much, it sealed the deal for me when you brought me fall when I wasn't feeling well. <laughs> and then the next night when you brought me a flower and a, a bottle of wine for my birthday. <laughs> so, 
Some yeah. people might think that's lame, but you know, I just met her. <laughs> <laughs> yes, what do you get somebody for their birthday when you've known them for a week and a half? <laughs> a flower and wine. And I was like, that's perfect. <laughs> you get me. <laughs> so that was like our first introduction and like two hours into the evening. Did we do hot dogs and stuff? Did we no, roast hot you, dogs? You had actually gone out with your parents for dinner. Did we? Yeah, because you all were doing your dinner, your birthday dinner that night. Oh gosh! And it was that. after y'all got back from dinner mm-hmm. that we came over. Okay. So. Mm-hmm. Okay. But we did, had a fire and everything, and mm-hmm. of course for the burning. Burning you, of you the books. You might need a fire for that. Yep. And. uh... I mean, it was nighttime, so you couldn't use, like, a magnifying glass in the sun. So we had to have a fire. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Stop it. And it, I think it was, like, two hours into the night. And it was so funny because my property backed up to some train tracks. And my aunt and uncle were actually coming back in town on the Amtrak. And it was going to pass our house. So we were outside waiting for them. <laughs> <laughs> and during that whole time, I think, was when Jordan came and asked you if he could sleep over. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, uh, you better call his mama. <laughs> I'm okay with it, but she has to be okay with it. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I messaged his mom, mm-hmm. and she was okay with it. Mm-hmm. Just had to make sure that you weren't crazy. <laughs> yes, I had to pass the ex-wife test. <laughs> Which that... That weekend, was yeah. it that, it was that Monday? Week. No. Well, wait. Sunday on. or Monday? Memorial Day, we got together, right? Yeah, Memorial Day is when we officially said, okay, we, we'll do this thing. Well, um, that was after I met both of your ex-wives, right. though. And I think it was Saturday. No, it wasn't Saturday that I did the barbecue and stuff. And I think it was Sunday. Over. It was Sunday. I think it was Sunday. So Friday night we had the the burning of the things, the school thing. Jordan slept over. Jeremy brought us donuts in the morning when he mm-hmm. came to pick up Jordan because Jeremy did not sleep over, mm-hmm. and only Jordan did. Well, I had I had to work that next that oh, that's, Saturday. Oh, okay. Because I had the when I was doing the part time gig. Oh, gotcha. And yeah. then all the boys. It was so funny. They did pallets. Of blankets in the living room and they all slept in the living room together it was kind of cute and then we went over to the house and did memorial day barbecue that sunday i believe it was yeah and then what are you scrolling back to i'm wondering if all the messages pulled over from the other phone because i you know i don't delete anything you don't have a default delete after 500 text messages no. wow no <laughs> i'm wondering if i still have the messages Stacy about asking. <laughs> oh wow. This man saves every message. Don't ever do anything I just dirty. Don't, bother. don't do ever do anything dirty to him because if you did No, I only go back to Tuesday, 2018. Tuesday, February 27, Because he saves every message. And if you do him dirty, he might have a binder about eight pun- hundred pages thick of everything you've ever messaged him and be able to use it in court against you. 
Luckily, I only had to show that I had all that stuff. I didn't. Anyway, that's a different story. We don't need to. We don't need to rehash this. Um, Just saying. Sleeping dogs lie. Uh, yeah, we're not going to reference crazy, but that is why I had to pa- pass the ex-wife test. Is because previous crazy in his life. It's the thing that shall not be named, but only be called crazy. So I met Stacy. We hung out. We drank a little, hung out. Then Katie came by to drop something off and talk to Evan and you about something. Or I don't know. And so I met her and Stacy approved. I don't know. Did ever did Katie ever like officially approve of me? Uh, I, I'm sure by this point she has. Uh, <laughs> I mean, she sends us food all the time, so I think she's cool with us. <laughs> I was wondering. I don't remember ever, like, you know, getting a, okay, she's okay from Katie. But I know I got the, she's okay from Stacey. <laughs> yeah, I don't remember specifically from Katie. Yeah. But we didn't but, get yeah. any resistance, so. Not... Yeah. So that night we said, okay. Stacy approves. <laughs> <laughs> you met Katie. <laughs> so should we do this thing? And I was like, I think we should do this thing. <laughs> so then from that point forward, we were in a relationship. And then things were planned to go a lot. Yeah, we had a five-year plan. Mm-hmm. We condensed it. To five months. Mm-hmm. I thought it was a two- to three-year plan for getting married. <laughs> I think it started initially as a five and got shrunk to two to three and then mm. got super condensed into five months. five months. I mean, I think the, the trip to Chicago that August kind of proved that we could live together and navigate life together and, you know, stupid phone. I don't know. It just, to me, it just was like, okay, he's down to have fun. And, um, I don't know. It just seemed, everything was just supernatural between us. And we had a lot of similar life goals and aspirations. And, and we both kind of, we not both kind of, we both put our kids as priority. And it was very important to both of us that whatever we did, was the best for the kids. I had a lot of reservations, I think, about the whole blended family thing because this was a new thing for me. Mm-hmm. Jeremy was the first, like, real relationship I had after my divorce. So I had been kind of single for five years. Nothing before him really, you know, like, stuck, I guess. And then I was super picky, too, because I wasn't going to just let anybody into my kids' lives. We went through a lot in our first year of knowing each other. And kind of pretty much after that, we're like, well, we survived all that. Mm -hmm. So I think we're good. (laughs) And within the first year of knowing each other. (laughs) Let's see. Got together, got married, moved in together. Well, we tried to have two households, then moved in together, sold then a house, sold a house, bought, bought a house. A house. <laughs> we sold a house and bought a house on the same day. I had to go to two closings, and he had to go to one. And, yeah, so I sold my house, and, you know, we were going to try and maintain the two household things, but it was just, 
my house was really small and even with just Jordan coming over, it was kind of cramped. And I, I think the routine that Jordan was used to, it was difficult for him to adjust to coming to our house. And mm-hmm. <laughs> my kids and I have moved a lot. And so I knew they would probably be okay with moving. Ish. Ish, yeah. It, that was, uh, they still, I mean, I, I have this thing. I don't know what it is. 12 months to 24 months after I am living in a place, I'm ready to move already. And it's, I guess it's just kind of, I lived in one place until I was 17. And then pretty much on average, every one to two years, I moved from that point on until we lived here. I mean, I lived at my grandmother's house for three years, but we had to move from the front house to the back apartment. So that was another move, even though it was the same property, it was still a move. You know, there, there was lots, so many changes in my kids' lives. And, you know, I'm glad that we've been here for three years, but anyway, back to the blended family stuff. Surely we were digressing. Oh, we're totally digressing. I don't know. This conversation's going all over the place. Time for an ad break. Back to the podcast. What were some of your concerns when we were blending our family? <clears throat> okay, so my biggest concern, honestly, was, and I expressed about this when mm-hmm. we first got together and started dating. Mm-hmm. My biggest concern was going to be my kids having issue or taking issue with me. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that was somewhat proven, but Mm -hmm. understandable as to where they came from. Mm -hmm. I don't think we actually mentioned this in the beginning of this podcast, but this is Dee's first foray into blended family. Mm -hmm. It is not mine. Uh, this this would be uh, version 2.0. <laughs> mm-hmm. I had Blended Family 1.0, Blended Family 1.5, and Blended Family 2.0, which is this one. <laughs> well, you also had an interim Blended Family. That, was, that would be Blended Family 1.5. Oh, 1.5. Oh, the one that shall not be named. Okay. Yes. Uh, the one that we gloss over very quickly and you whisper, okay, gotcha. That um, one, yes. Yes, that one was, yeah. So, yes, he has had several experiences, a couple experiences with blended families, and I've had none. And that I, I think that was one of the main things that really scared me about relationships was trying to blend a family and how that was going to work. And a lot of what helped us was being able to communicate. So for me, it was like, I knew all of my kids' experiences and why they behave certain ways. And I, I understood that I wouldn't know that about his kids and why they were, you know, maybe acting out or, you know, upset about something. And so I tried to take as much of a back seat as I could when it came to his children Jordan was a little bit different than the older two, just because he was the exact same age as Jonathan and they got along really well. And I worked from home. So I was home a lot, especially the first summer we were together. We kind of flip flopped houses a lot 
where the kids wanted to hang out with Jordan. So I would go sleep over at Jeremy's house and Jeremy would sleep at my house. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was a very strange experience is that, you know, here we are, we're all hanging out at my house and uh, it's bedtime. I, I guess I'm going to go spend the night at your house. Um, <laughs> you probably you could have just slept on the sofa. I don't know why we just didn't do that. Probably because there was probably a kid on the sofa. Or That's true. We didn't have all the rooms set up at that point. You're right. Yeah. We did a lot of house swapping because his house is big enough to, you know, house everyone. And mine definitely was not. I don't know. We, we really, we, we had some fun that summer. That was like mm-hmm. a really fun time for everybody. And it was kind of like once we got a couple of months in of like house swapping and I would stay with all the kids or we would all be at my house sometimes and then he would go home, you know, like all of those interactions went really well. And so it was just like, okay, well, why are we waiting? Because things are going really well. Wasn't it your mom that said, well, why don't you just go ahead and get married now? She did. It's (laughs) all her fault. Mom, it's your fault. That's why. <laughs> I did I forgot about that. That is why we rushed. We were like, Well, I don't know. Why don't we get married right now? Let's do it next weekend. <laughs> and then went the mad rush to get the marriage license and everything else in order for it. <laughs> oh yes. Yes. That did, I for I totally forgot that that's that happened. Yes, and originally we were supposed to try to get Colin to get ordained so he could we were yeah and then but we colin, wound up being colin we didn't want to for, push force that on him yeah. so we got my friend to do it yeah so <laughs> i mean and colin has has been so just accommodating and gracious and accepting of me since day one and i just really really appreciate that and he's been like really helpful to the other kids when there's like issues he you know he'll talk to them sometimes i mean i don't always know what they talk about but you know they'll go in and they'll get some advice from colin and he seems to have a really good perspective of life in general and he's experienced all the different blended families that jeremy did (laughs) and he's jeremy's oldest so he remembers a lot of things the younger ones don't yeah and Sorry, Colin. <laughs> yeah, he took he takes it like a champ, though. I imagine that he kept to himself a lot, mm-hmm. so he didn't get into the mix of a whole lot of drama. Mm-hmm. He kind of stayed on the outskirts of all the drama. And then other people's stuff doesn't bother him, so he just blows it off when they're idiots. He's been, like, I guess I would say he's my number one advocate in, in your family other than you. <laughs> and uh, we get along really well, and... It's, I, I just really enjoy having him around. And then, what else? Jordan, Jordan, after a couple of months of us being married, called me Mom 2.0, which yeah. is adorable. I loved it. So, I mean, for the most part, things have gone well. Yeah. Evan had the hardest time with it, but not so much because of you, but because of previous things with me. And his resentment was, it laid with me. Right, he it, um, his difficulty was directed towards you and y'all's difficulties and y'all's relationship right. that really didn't have anything to do with me. And I even asked him one day, I was like, you know, look, if you feel like I'm encroaching too much and you want time with your dad, I can back off, you know, if that's what you need, you know, just let me know. 
And he's like, it's not you I have a problem with. And I'm like, okay, cool. So, <laughs> so I hope you don't mind us sharing that, Evan. Yeah, and, and part of it is, is that at that point, okay, Evan was 15 when we met, 16 when we got married. Mm-hmm. So he was also at that age where... He was having difficulty adjusting to yet another blended family. Right. But I mean, I was just saying though, at that point in time, the emotions are going to be stronger. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. it, they're going to be heightened. Yeah. So, and then I think the only other kid that's had the hardest time other than Evan is Samuel, the oldest. And he's kind of always been my difficult child. So I wasn't really expecting anything less. He's he's totally accepting of Jeremy being his stepdad now. Mm-hmm. And he appreciates, you know, a lot of what Jeremy does. <laughs> I asked him one day, were you there when I asked them what would have happened if you weren't around when I was hurt? Oh, no, it was uh, y'all. Y'all probably heard it. If you haven't heard it, go listen to the podcast no plans whatever mm-hmm. shall we do mm-hmm. and i was asking the kids what are we gonna do without jeremy and they're like i don't know i don't know if we can survive without him <laughs> <laughs> so the kids know the kids know who keeps these things running around here and who keeps them fed and <laughs> I, I wholly understand that things might not be the same if I wasn't around, but do you really think y'all wouldn't make it with <laughs> I mean, I would be finding different ways to be able to feed my kids other than have you cook, obviously. I mean, I would probably get, you know, one of them subscription boxes to the food places and be having, teaching Samuel how to cook while I'm, you know, laying on the kitchen counter or something like here. <laughs> or we go on fast food a lot. I don't know. I mean, we would obviously I would have made it work without you around, but it was rough. I was barely able to get out of bed. So I really don't know what would have happened without you around. I, you know, anyway. (sighs) But yeah, so Samuel had a kind of a difficult time. And I think Samuel's most difficult struggle was that Jordan had a lot of freedoms that he didn't have. And he was older than Jordan. And I was kind of a strict mom and I limited their screen time and I limited what they were able to get on screen time. And Jordan had a lot more freedom. He had a lot more older siblings around to that were into things that were more Mm -hmm. mature. And so he kind of grew up more mature than my kids did. My kids, I would say were very sheltered and that's another podcast for another day how my children were were raised prior to my divorce and probably two to three years after that is completely different than I raised them now. You know, Jeremy has taught me a lot about allowing kids to make some choices Mm -hmm. and mistakes on their own. Certain battles, choosing certain battles, Mm -hmm. which I still have. I've been a parent for 24 years. Still a difficult thing to sometimes choose those battles yeah and each of us sometimes choose different battles and we're like well that's the battle the hill we should die on and not this one <laughs> <laughs> so we got to get on the same page with battles so I, I i think one of our our best things that we've always done is that say there's an issue with a bio child of mine and 
I'm dealing with something and Jeremy walks in from work and we're in the middle of an argument or, you know, a discipline situation and things start to get out of control or just generally and you know, we're around the house and that starts happening and Jeremy's kind of just bystander. At first he would jump in and mm-hmm. try to help the situation and that really didn't work out well for mostly Samuel, sometimes Jonathan. And, you know, so I would have to go to him and talk to him and be like, okay, you know, this is what was going on. This is what I was dealing with. This is what I know Samuel would need. And not that I always do what Samuel needs. And so it was kind of like, I'm going to tell you what's best for him, but I may not do it. (laughs) Because Samuel and I can really like rub each other the wrong ways. And I, I have to remind myself not to engage in the arguments because he can, he can get me spinning around in circles with an argument and I don't even know how it gets out of control until I'm on the other side of the inf- the conversation. And I'm like, that's not even what we're talking about. <laughs> like you went from one thing to the other, total deflection of whatever was going on and you've run me around in circles. And now I don't know where we were in the beginning. <laughs> and, you know, Jeremy has helped me kind of stay on track with that. And that's something I asked him to do is like, if you see me, going down that road with Samuel, you know, just give me a look and he'll do that. And I'll be like, oh yeah, we're not arguing about this. And I've gotten a lot better about not engaging in the insane arguments about circular reasoning. And to that extent, I've pretty much removed myself from engaging when things are happening. I'm like, Mm-hmm. I, I won't get involved unless something gets super out of hand or I'm tagged in. Yeah. So yeah, if I'm like, I can't do this anymore. Can you go talk to him? And, and that seems to help keep things calm is when I feel myself to the point where I'm not calm, but the other person isn't calm enough to like sit in their room and chill. Jeremy will step in and he's calm enough at that point to like talk about it and help defuse the situation. And that's something we talked about, you know, like some of my kids need time to just process whatever was going on and then they'll come back and they'll have a conversation and they'll be sane people. But it just, it really all boils down to communication and you know your kids better than the step parent and if the step parent can respect that like you know I respect that about him I try not to get involved in anything unless the child and him want me involved in a conversation and I usually try to be like like this last time Jordan was home there was a discussion about something and I walked in on it and I was like you know, well, blah, 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 blah. And I was like, oh, wait, Jordan, do you want my opinion on this matter? <laughs> like, because I don't want to step into a conversation you don't want me in. Yeah. And I think that that works for, for him. I think Jordan has the, the biggest difficulty coming back and forth. Was, yes. Yes. Love you, buddy. Love you, too. What we were talking about? I don't even remember. Asking for input. Oh, right. Yeah. So I would, I asked Jordan, 
if he wanted me my input and he said yes and then the conversation didn't end well and i walked off <laughs> i have learned that if something upsets me it's best for me to walk off and address it later and not engage in a back and forth and my kids know that if i walk off it it's pretty bad and i think jordan's kind of figured that out now yeah and for the most part if something's going on with me if i react i match energies which is a bad thing sometimes Mm -hmm. if i react with the same energy that you come at me with typically with me you're actually okay it's just it's a barking match at that point it's when i get quiet if i'm silent silent or somber you pretty much know you done messed up (laughs) yeah yeah so we both have our tells and the non-bio kids have had to learn like when they've crossed lines and stuff and that's the other thing is like ex- sitting down with the kids. I think the best thing that helped us was um, Samuel had the most, you know, difficulty with the differences. So at some point we sat down and we're like, this, let's decide as a family what rules we have in this house. There's some rules that are non-negotiables, like they're going to be there. So let's decide what the consequences should be for breaking those rules and it has to be across the board everybody gets the same consequence and there's you know strike one two and three and that has helped squash some of the it's not fair but he never and blah 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 blahs and when i was on my own i had a great difficulty with remembering who was punished for what and for how long And then deciding punishments. So I kind of wish I would have done that when they were a lot younger and established that. A standard. A standard. Right. Way prior to that. But a a lot of that was because my parenting was changing also. And I was trying to figure out what was acceptable and unacceptable in, in my new belief system, I guess you would say. So there was a lot of growing pains for me, myself, as a parent, and so my kids kind of suffered with inconsistencies. But I'm also a very inconsistent person because I do have ADHD, and I forget a lot, and my kids could tell you, like, pretty much almost every time we would be running out the door, I would come back because I forgot something. I would either drive off and have to go around the block. And come back and get the thing I forgot. Or I'd be like getting in the car. Oh, whoops, I forgot. Go back inside. It's just, you know, a struggle that I have. And I still haven't figured out how to not do that. I do it constantly. I do it less now because I leave the house less. (laughs) Oh, man. But yeah, I mean... We would love to hear, you know, how y'all have managed blended families if you have them. Um, Have y'all had some of these struggles without a blended family? You know, with inconsistencies and punishments between children. One of my favorite sayings that I have said so many times in my kids' lives that they know I'm going to say it before I say it is different child, different parenting. Because every child is different and every child responds to different 
consequences differently. But there has to be some basic, these are the rules, this is what happens if you break them. And then some kids are more trustworthy than others. And so if you're more trustworthy, you get trusted with more. And that's been a difficult thing for Samuel because he's the oldest and he feels like he should have more privilege. But he's the one that's consistently shown that he can't be trusted in certain areas. So he has sometimes more boundaries than the other kids. Or he's punished. So he doesn't get the freedom (laughs) that the other kids do. You know, and that's another thing is having the bio parent do the consequences. We, unless there is something that is on our now, you know, this time it's at this time we have rules. There are accepted consequences. Both parents agree to them. Mm -hmm. So if the other parent is not around, those consequences can be implemented without the other parent. If there's something that's not on the realm of the rules, yes, then, then, then the committee has to meet. Yes. Then we have a, a committee <laughs> meeting and we have a discussion. I discussed with, like if it was me home with the kids and something happened, I basically, it's like, okay, y'all need to go to your room. And when Jeremy gets home, we're going to be talking about this and figuring out what your punishment is. And sometimes I don't implement the, the punishment until I get jeremy in the loop of everything and we can all have a discussion about what's going on and he does the same for me if something happens while i'm not around which is very rare but it happens yeah (laughs) you know i i I, kind of sneak it in on the kids you know i might not even say to them that i noticed something Mm -hmm. but when mom gets back we have this discussion okay we'll deal with them Mhm. Mhm. Yeah. But, you know, uh the just like parenting blending a family is an ongoing ever-changing process and it's something that we can say we can sit here and figure it out. No. You're going we're, to figure it out along the way. We're figuring it out. <laughs> right. Case by case basis. Yeah, and every family is different, and every child in that family is different, so blending for different families is going to look differently. What works for us may not work for y'all, and what works for y'all might not work for us, but, you know, we would definitely like to hear some, you know, stories about how, you know, blending families has worked for y'all, what what y'all found was successful for you, what were some of your struggles with your kids and you know where are y'all at now how is it going you know so we we function pretty well for family i think all the kids act like regular siblings or bio siblings and they don't really have a distinction between oh you're not my brother (laughs) um you know, but I mean, we do have two adult children of Jeremy's, so yeah. that kind of is different. Um, I don't know. So, oh, you know what it, we we said in the first podcast that I forgot to th- talk about? What? That Johnny isn't. No, that's right. Johnny is not, in fact, 14, about to be 15. And I don't he... think we even said what their ages are now. No, we didn't. Okay, our current ages are from oldest to youngest. 
We have Colin, who is 24, Evan, who is 19. We have Sam, who is 16, Johnny, who is 14, Jordan, who is 14, Noah, who is 10. Did I forget anybody? No, nope. I didn't, because didn't. I don't forget anything. But I forget everything. Okay, and, and okay, so you heard the chronological order. Johnny, at 14, is older than Jordan, at 14, by like three weeks. <laughs> so whenever <laughs> I'm telling people the ages of the kids, it's 24, 19, 16, 14, 14. No, they're not twins. <laughs> 10. <laughs> but Johnny may be actually 14 years old. But, but according to him, he is perpetually five. He is five years old. No, this year he said he is going to have a birthday and he's going to be six. Oh, remember? that's right. He's turning six this year. Yes, he did tell us six. that because we were talking about how we said that on our take one of mm -hmm. our podcast. And I was like, you know, you haven't said that in a long time. He's like, I've decided I'm going to turn six this year. <laughs> <laughs> uh, prior to this, pretty much anytime everybody, anybody asked him how old he is, his answer was five. Uh, I think that pretty much started when he was like six. <laughs> I think he was like refusing to, to be any older than five until this year. He finally decided he wanted to turn six. So. I should mention that to him when he wants to go places. I'm like, but you're six. You're not old enough. You're not old enough. <laughs> <laughs> you want to go to the gas station? I'm sorry, honey. You need your mommy with you to go to the gas station. <laughs> You're not old enough to go by yourself. You need to dig out a booster seat for him. Uh-huh. <laughs> he's, he's a very tall six-year-old. He's taller than me. But uh, we hope that you enjoyed this podcast. And um, if we struggled through it, we are so sorry. Our first podcast was awesome. Yeah, like I said, this is take three. So it's kind of like <sighs> take two happened at like... 11 o'clock at night and we're like okay i don't think we can do this yeah i bring <laughs> my brain was not functioning and i was like this feels like a forced conversation instead of a natural conversation and this one was kind of like all over the place because i was trying to remember some of the points that we said mm -hmm. but it was a little bit more natural who knows i mean y'all may hate it who knows the seven of you that listen to us we appreciate you and we hope you we've given you some laughs And we also hope that you will join us next time. When? On our next episode. When? When? We, we we'll figure it. Hey, we, we didn't figure this part out. No, we didn't. Okay. When, when we'll, we'll figure, figure it out. out. Or maybe not. <laughs> but I hope so. Y'all have a great day. And we'll see you next time. Or you'll hear us next time. I don't know. Whatever. I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> you got it in. Good job. <laughs> That's what she said. Hopefully later. <laughs>